Good afternoon and welcome back to the Live On Purpose Network podcast. My name is Joshua Garman. I'm excited and thankful to Almighty God for this day. It is going to be a very powerful day of victory. We are overcoming and I'm thankful for today's message and continuing with the topic of your purpose of promise. And we talked about that on Monday. On Wednesday, we got into your purpose of promise and we talked about the part two and your promise being salvation. God gave us salvation through his son, Jesus Christ. And on this eve of Resurrection Sunday, I'm excited to go into part three and talk about how we are able to really receive that salvation. And that's through the amazing grace of Almighty God. So today we're going to talk about grace and we're going to talk about how to enable uh, that lifestyle of faith by grace that God gives a measure of faith to every single person. Amen. And I'm excited to go into this today and just speak freely and to give uh, some references out of the word of God and to encourage every single listener that may listen and continue to settle in and and stick through uh, this podcast today for the next few minutes. So I'm going to open up with a prayer and just go into today's message, your purpose of promise. We're talking about grace. So let's look to almighty God and let's have a word of prayer as we go into today's podcast. So father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you today for giving us a brand new beginning and brand new day, a brand new outlook a brand new opportunity to know that you are nearer to us now than when we first believed. And God, I thank you for this day that you have allowed the understanding of grace to come to the hearts of men and women uh, that may listen today and realize that grace is sufficient in weakness, that grace is the enabling power for us to go into an understanding of life that you have given through your son, Jesus, that salvation is here and that it will bring deliverance. And I thank you that grace may be received and that you may give us the understanding that without you, we are nothing without your grace. And we give you the praise and the glory for your love. We thank you so much for all things. And we look to you to sustain us during this time that we're living in. I pray for every family represented on this podcast, every person that may be listening. I pray for their hearts. I pray for their spirit, their mind, their family, their resources, and their most importantly, their soul, that you may capture them through your love and give them the fortitude to know that they are saved by grace. Lest any man shall boast in Jesus name. We thank you so much. Amen. Amen. (laughs) I'm excited. So I just want to just go into uh, the demonstration power of God uh, through the grace of God. God, uh, through Jesus, gave us opportunity to have salvation. We talked about that on Wednesday. But I want to focus in on, on grace. Grace is something that is like seasoning salt. It gives you some flavor. Um, And it it, it enables you to realize that you can actually uh, digest something that is given to you. Uh, Grace is unmerited favor. Uh, And that's what God has given us opportunity to receive right now. People are uh, uh, open through this pandemic and through this set time in our lives that we all are affected. But grace is truly hovering over the lives of people today to realize that you may have not 
ever experience salvation or a, a breakthrough of spiritual uh, change in your life and you just go about your life and you go about the way you live day by day and you don't understand why certain things happen in your life and why things worked out in your life, but that's God's grace. That's the way God likes to perform and give his self to people because it's not of works. We can't make ourselves perfect. We can't make ourselves good. We can do good things and we can be a good person, but it's truly the grace of God that allows us to give uh, uh, our lives a second chance, and that's through salvation. But I want you to see uh, in the book of, uh, in the Bible, if you uh, want to just listen to part uh, along and what I'm going to talk about, but I want to reference out of the Word of God today. Um, that's what I base on everything. And, and this is such an awesome uh, book in the Bible, Romans uh, chapter 12. We're going to talk about grace a little bit here uh, through a couple scriptures. But to give you a little backdrop, Romans was written by uh, Paul. Paul was an apostle who was truly a uh, very skillful, learned man. He was he was very smart in his day. Uh he would be your modern day uh, Bill Gates, if you will, just based on the, the genius of how well he was versed through his particular vein, uh, but not comparing him to uh, Bill Gates. But he was just a mere man who lived a life and was looked upon as great, but he was a person who rebelled against the Christian faith at one time, and he began to go about killing Christians. He was a murderer. He took life and God changed his whole life. And it was by the grace of God that he was able to become who he was as a man of God, as someone that God saved and delivered. And it was by the grace of God. So this scripture out of Romans chapter 12, I'm going to start at verse one. It lays the foundation and talks about how God's perfect will can come into your life. But it's by the grace of God that it's received. And he says this to a body of believers and non-believers, the Roman Romans in his day. He said, I beseech you, therefore, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, which is your reasonable duty. That is your lifestyle. That's the way you should live every single day. He began to talk about his experience in preaching and teaching Jesus by the grace of God to enable them in their lifetime to know that if you want to truly be on the winning side and have that life that is God's perfect will, receive it by grace but this is what these are the steps to take to be able to have that reality true in your life. He said, I beseech you, therefore, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And he said, but be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove demonstrate what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Then it says in verse three, for I say through the grace given unto me, 
every man that is among you not to think of himself more highly as he thought to think, but think soberly according to the, as God has dealt every man the measure of faith. So basically, Paul is trying to present to uh, the people of his day that in their own shortcomings, there's a plan and a course of action that can be taken that's given by grace by God for all men that have a measure of faith to begin to live a life that can fulfill their purpose and God's perfect will in their life according to the grace of God given to them. And not to boast and not to brag and not to feel like you've accomplished this and that in this time that we're living in. There's such a need for some type of compassion that should be looked upon uh, your brother and your sister, your neighbor, your co-worker, your cousin, your friend, your family, whoever it is in your life right now. God is trying to release his grace so people can receive him because he's the answer that can change someone's life that has been going in the wrong direction and now can set them straight going into the right direction, the grace of God. And Paul was relaying that to his people and to the people of his day that is by the grace given unto him. Because like I said, Paul was a man who lived such a life that was uh, in the eyes of man was good, but they deemed him such a bad man because of the actions and the way he lived before Jesus came into his life. So going into what I wanna talk about today, grace, it's important that God can allow us to prove himself to him back to our lives when we think about what he wants us to do by receiving his grace and not the works. And that talks about, and you can look over in another uh, book of the Bible, if you're gonna go over to uh, Ephesians, and that's another uh, really good uh, book that can go into the understanding of how God, through his grace, gives everyone uh, this amazing opportunity to be delivered and changed. And I started uh, chapter two, it says, and he hath quickened whom is dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in times past he walked according to the course of this world and according to the prince of the power of the air and the spirit that worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we have all conversations of times past and in the lust of the, our own flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and whereby nature, children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, whereas he loved us, even when we were dead in our sins, have he quickened us together with Christ, by grace are you saved. And basically, God is uh, teaching us through Paul's uh, writing in the book of Ephesians that there's a life that you used to live and there's a life that you're living now and there's a life that you can live in the future. And, and basically, we are in a place where there's a wake up call happening right now. Uh, people are coming to their senses that Yes, the man of, and the God of this world has locked us down. We're at home. People are not living life as usual. And even that question of, is God doing this? Is God behind this? What's really happening in my life? Why is this happening? The grace of God is released right now so people can have a chance of hope and understanding 
that through all means of life, all means of degradation, all means of, 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 of all types of mishaps that are, are not good, God can turn your life around and begin to change you. And it's by his grace that that can happen. Amen. And I'm excited because in this time, I really see that the grace of God is, is really pricking at the hearts of people. So how do you get to a place of really understanding that you're worthy? Well, guess what? It's not that you think you're worthy. God thinks you're worthy, but he will give you a chance to receive. So just like my mom and and parents back in the day used to say, the ball's in your court. What are you going to do? How are you going to respond to a loving God that has given us the opportunity, all of us right now, to just turn to him and to say, Lord, I I receive you. I receive this grace. I receive this mercy. How can it change me? And this is the basic principle that I would like to leave you with this encouraging word of knowing that the promise, amen, is grace to see your purpose come to an expected end, to see your purpose come to a, a place of fulfillment. God will give you grace and sustain you in your life. He's done it in my life. You know, over my 35 years of living so far, I've seen miracles and God's grace that's changed the course of my life. Going back in 2015, when he began to change my heart and began to give me a new understanding and begin to renew my mind, as Romans alluded to, I tell you what, God began to change everything about who I was and began to change me because he gave me a second chance and a third chance and a fourth chance. But it was the grace of God that was sufficient for me in that weakness. When I found myself being homeless, when I found myself having no job, when I found myself going through depression, when I found myself going through adversity and financial woes, when I found myself going through a depression, signs of of, of of, of depression that was weighing on me because I just threw in the towel and I forgot in whom I believe. I forgot that God truly had a plan and a purpose for my life. So God had to restore me through his mercy and his grace. And I began to realize that everything that I thought I knew about God, I relinquished with the shit all and I gave it back to him and I asked him, God, teach me all over again. Give me a new beginning. I can't bank on what I think I know. I need to bank on the one that knows it all. And that's God through Jesus Christ. And it was the grace of God that gave me the opportunity to begin to listen to him and to get to a place of solitude. Just like right now, many people are at home and staying home and you may not live with someone or you may live with someone. You may have a family. You may have a wife. You have a husband. You may have children. And you may not have that special time where you can be in a quiet place and just really get on your knees or lay before the Lord or sit in a chair or go to a park and walk and talk and pray and ask God for direction. But this is the type of grace that God has given us right now. It's a particular grace that is causing people to realize that there is a separation that is happening. And God is calling himself to people that are willing to say, yes, Lord, I hear you. Teach me. And God will begin to give you grace to have a passion for the word, to open up the Bible, to begin to read, to ask him to teach you. 
to connect with different true believers that really will love you through hardship and when times are good. This is the grace that God wants to give. This grace that will allow you to be able to be a reflection of the word. Like Paul said in Romans, that you will present yourself a living sacrifice. That you will begin to realize that you can't be conformed to what the world and what the man is saying. But you can conform yourself by the renewing of your mind. And you can give everything to God and say, yes, Lord, here I am. God's word is true. And I tell you all that based on my passion to be a mouthpiece, to be a vessel, to be a person of inspiration and hope, motivation, and to give people the truth that God's word is real and that this is a time for us to live on purpose and to receive his grace to go forth day by day and know that he can bring us to an expected end. And with the prayer that I prayed starting this podcast, I just ask that every single person that is listening to this will just have a place of time every single day that you will just wake up and just say, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to open up my eyes and give me understanding of my purpose and allow your grace to be sufficient in my life and to help me day by day. Because this is a lifestyle, this is a a relationship, and God's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think, because he's able to change the course of our life, just like he did Paul, just like he did my life, and he's still working on me. He's still working on me daily, and that's why I'm excited to be on this podcast, to be able to share the truth of the word and to encourage people and to hopefully give somebody some type of word and plant that seed that God can change your life and bring salvation, deliverance, and healing and restoration in your life and set you off into a new beginning and let the grace of God change you forever. There's an awesome scripture that Paul says in the word of God. He said, I am what I am by the grace of God. He understood that he was a man that was looked upon as being great, but he had to be cut down to the lowest of low. And it was only by the grace of God that he was able to be and do who he was. And it's only by the grace of God that you are who you are. It's only by the grace of God that you may think you have what you have. It's only by the grace of God that you are able to be living right now, even through these hardships and times of despair and uncertainty. But it's by the grace of God that he can change and enable you and empower you to be delivered and set free and have the understanding and the wisdom, not of this world, but of God, through his son Jesus, through the relationship that he will give you right now through salvation, that you will make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior and be delivered and set free forevermore and walk with him day by day, even as he asks his disciples, just follow me, just follow me. <laughs> so today we're talked, we talked about grace and I just want to leave you with this short little encouragement word. And I pray that it changes the course of your life and that you will go forth and you will know that with grace is sufficient and with God, all things are possible. Just believe and never give up and never give in. And I pray you have a wonderful day today. I'm gonna come back on Monday, Wednesday and Friday at the Live On Purpose Network podcast, giving you inspiration, giving you hope, encouraging you through the word of God praying for you and letting you know that it's time to live on purpose and to be and to do everything that God has called you to do in this set time that we're living in. 
So God bless you. Have a wonderful day. If you have any questions, you can always call me, text me. My number is 573-450-9454. You can follow me on Instagram, Mr. Garmin, Facebook, Joshua Garmin. And I'm here to be of a light and to let people know that it's time to live on purpose. And we're going to continue to go forth in God's word and his purpose for our life. So have a wonderful day. God bless you. Peace. Good evening, everyone. Your friend Joshua Garman here on the Live on Purpose Network podcast. And tonight we're going to continue our first series of Your Purpose of Promise. And I'm going to continue that with talking about faith, the promise of faith. The Bible talks about God has dealt every man a measure of faith. And every person under the sound of my voice that may be listening to this podcast tonight. I uh, encourage you to just really understand that through the scripture, God is enabling us to have our mind focus on a, a, a prize, a, a hope of our calling, which is our purpose. And through this time that we're dealing with all different types of emotions and all types of personalities and information sources coming from this way, that way, and this is happening, that is happening in life the way it has been is totally on pause and and definitely being disrupted. And I just want to encourage people to realize that the source of fighting through adversity is to have faith. And God has given us a measure of faith, as I said. And there's a scripture in Hebrews chapter 11 I'm going to reference from tonight. And I just want to encourage you to realize that faith, the Bible says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. And right now, there might not be a lot of clear understanding of what's to come. We may not be able to see the the things that are to come. And we may not even see, you may not even see what's actually happening in your life right now because there's a lack of uncertain, there's a, there's a, a lot of uncertainty and a lack of understanding. But I just want to encourage people to have faith in God, that faith is the substance It's your foundation. It's what you stand on. And it's like the rock. And that rock will will stand and and be stronger than the sand that the Bible talks about in the Gospels. That one man may build his house on the sand. The other one may build his house on the rock. And the rock of God, his word, is what we need to stand on in this time. And I want to encourage you that through this scripture in, in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 now faith is the substance of things hoped for there's a lot of things to still hope for there's a lot of good opportunity to know that your life and my life and our life as a people planet has value and a purpose to live out that God may get the glory out of that we may see families grow that we may see businesses grow that we may see people graduate college and high school and elementary we may see the the different values and blessings of God that he's put into existence and right now a lot of things are happening where people are deferring to the negative But I want you to defer to the hope which is in Christ Jesus through faith in God. That being the substance, which is the word of God. Because the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So spiritually and having spiritual strength, you got to hear the word of God. You got to find yourself daily. 
if it's just for 10 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, just a time where you can get before the Lord after the end of the day of looking at this and looking at that or hearing from this person and hearing from that person. You just really got to ask God, let your will be done and give me the faith to stand and believe that without you, I'm nothing, but with you, all things are possible. The Bible continues, it says in that chapter, I want to go in and say in verse three, it says through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things that are seen were not made of things that do appear. And basically what God is saying there is that through the word, the spoken word, God has already framed the world. He's already created a significance of your purpose. He's given you a life to live, a timeline and a time expectancy. And we have to have faith that man does not have more power than God. That one of my favorite prayers to pray is, Lord, let your will be done. But through that, have faith to know that he can guide me and lead me by his word and by his spirit. And my prayer tonight is just to encourage people to have faith in God. That the promises of God are yes and amen. That first he can give you forgiveness of your wrongdoing, your sins. That he can clean you, give you a fresh start. And also he can renew your mind to know that being on the side of God and walking in faith and having Jesus as Lord. You can walk in total victory. That fear may come knocking on the door, but you answer it by faith. And tonight I want to encourage people to live by faith. To stand on the word of God. To don't give up, to don't give in, to pray, to seek God, to say, Lord, I believe, I trust you. I know things may seem glim and I know things may seem, you know, scary for some. A lot of people are hurting and physically they're hurting. And there's a lot of people spiritually hurting, too. But I believe that God is going to arise and shine for our light has come and the glory of the Lord will be risen upon his people so we can walk in victory, that we can have that servanthood spirit during this time, so we can really have significance and value of what we do every single day, serving the people next to us, your neighbor, your cousin, your friend, your sister, your brother, you know, being able to reach out to them, pray for them, talk to them, let them know how much you love them, and whatever you can do for somebody right now, that's also an action of faith because God will actually return to you everything that you put so I just want to encourage you saints people of God everyone listening to this podcast that this is the time to have faith this is a time to believe God like no other time before so be encouraged have a good evening and know that we're going to continue to live on purpose and know that God has a true purpose for us all that we are called to do. Don't give up. Don't give in. Have a blessed and a wonderful evening. L.O.P.